0: found us again on boomerangs this is ruth and this is mike we have too many things to talk about to list them all up front so bear with us i do have a new bird whose name is alex Alex. Alex. Alex is very is, good. Alex is the name of a 34-year-old African gray parrot who was very Ooh. famous. He died very young. They usually can live to be 80 to 100 years old. Right. But he was famous because he could put words together to form a sentence. African grays are intelligent, but he was especially intelligent. Yeah, language um, skills. He had language skills and was world famous. When he died, there was an outpouring from across the globe. I'm going
1: on a hike tomorrow. Oh, you are? With some other guys, but I'm just going to take my mask, as everyone is apparently, and we stay six feet away from each other. And I figure it'll be like I do my walk out here on the sidewalk. So I, I don't figure it'll be too different from that. So that'll be a good little gateway for me towards phase two or phase three, whatever whatever phase we're in, yeah. Are
0: you going to go walk on dirt and see brown?
1: uh, (laughs) I'm gonna walk on dirt and look at brown dead vegetation, which (laughs) everyone
0: in LA seems to
1: love doing that.
0: (laughs) I can't get into it. Where are you going? Griffith Park. Oh my god, to the the eye of the hurricane. (laughs)
1: Well, LA County is the eye of the hurricane. I mean, we're
0: one of the worst spots in the country. We're not doing too well. California's
1: not doing well, and LA in particular is not doing well and what happened to Eric Garcetti he used to be on TV every day talk, telling us what to do and oh. I was sort of relying on that and now he's not to be seen
0: that's interesting because Cuomo has now stopped doing as of I think today right, stopped right. doing dailies in New York so I don't know what's up with that I have gone onto the website if I need information from him or Newsom to see what phase we're in which is very confusing
1: I know it's not clear at all I can't tell what phase we're in I really can't I got a call from my haircutter and she said that the barbershop is going out of business, but it's being taken over by some other person and they've offered her a chair, but not for four or five weeks, she said. So
0: you have to wait that long?
1: Yeah, by then I'll probably get my clippers from Amazon and I'll give myself, I'll give it a go.
0: <laughs> These clippers from Amazon, I'm just wondering, is this one of those it things was? where you just, is it like waiting for Santa Claus? You just wait <laughs> wait and wait and wait? <laughs> Don't kill my dream. (laughs) I'm sorry. The clippers, I have been hearing about them for at least a month though, I have to say. You're crushing my dream. I'm going to get clippers one day. (laughs) And don't those clippers include a pair of scissors? They come with
1: scissors, yeah. And they come with different attachments. So they go from like buzz cut to one inch length. So I figured I'll just give myself one inch all over my head and see how it looks. And if it looks better, I'll wear a hat until it can look better.
0: I could do one inch. I'd have to do more than one inch on top, but I could do one inch on the sides. But I'm ever hopeful that my little school of beauty my institute of aveda will open up at some point in the very near future because i'm looking really shaggy but we never
1: go out so it doesn't matter
0: i know it's true but i do have to go to trader joe's tomorrow so i i of course want to look my best for the cashier of course of course I have so little interaction (laughs) with humans. But this is such a big week, we need to talk about the Supreme Court ruling. Oh, that's right. LGBTQIA is now what I understand is the correct set of letters. Well, that's just
1: ridiculous. They should just pick the letters that aren't in it anymore and just say it's not those. (laughs)
0: That's very funny. I think it's for intersex and asexual. So anyway, let's just be all-inclusive, shall we? Yes, we
1: we should, except I have, a, as a gay person, I have a bee in my gay bonnet about younger LGBT, et cetera, who are so comfortable with the term queer. And I, as an older Uh Uh LGBTQ, have a history of being traumatized by use of that word. And while I understand intellectually that it's about taking back the word and owning it so that it can't be used as a weapon against you anymore, I have issues about the Q word.
0: Oh, so what I was thinking was, it shouldn't be used by people who are not gay, but that no. it could be used by people who are gay because it's like the N word if you were black.
1: No, I guess it's a little different. I don't like it even when queer people say queer. But I notice that when it's used, and it's used where I work in an academic setting, they love it. I mean, everybody oh, no. loves that. Oh, it's huge. It's a big part of like literary studies, queer studies, blah, blah, blah. Okay, got it. Plus, the extra thing is in the academic world, queer has taken on this meaning that means anybody's queer who thinks they're queer. And it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that you sleep with this or that gender. Right. It would just mean that you think you're a little different than everyone else and, that's, and you're queer. Oh. So there's that.
0: Well, I guess I thought that someone who was queer was maybe they use it as like an ally kind of a thing you're right i mean you get the final word on this because i am not gay so i don't really have a dog in this fight well there's ambivalence around it for me that's all. okay i hear you i shall not use that word I watched something on Netflix called Disclosure, which is about transgender people, basically transgender people as they're portrayed in media. Mm-hmm. And I recommend it because there's every stripe of transgender person in this documentary, Black. Asian, Latinx. And I had my brain expanded a little bit by watching this. So I recommend it highly. It's on Netflix. It's called Disclosure and Laverne Cox from your least favorite series, but my most favorite series, or at least in the top five is- America's favorite top model? No. oh, (laughs) Orange (laughs) is the New Black. Oh, okay. You know, one of the crazy things, it is a bit like the Black Lives Matter movement now. Because I remember when I was in 12-step meetings, there was a woman who had given birth to what was, he was gender assigned to be a boy, but believed with all his heart from the time he was five that he was a girl. And this caused her so much distress. It was (laughs) so wrenching to hear her talk about it because there was no one else in the world who had this problem, except on this American life, there was someone else who had a transgender child somewhere in the Midwest. Right. And the two of them were put together so that the families could get together with the children and have some commune with each other. Right, right.
1: Shared experience.
0: And that was maybe mm-hmm. 10 years ago that I stopped going to those meetings, maybe less than that. And here we had Laverne Cox in Orange is the New Black, right. transparent. Right. And... Oh, now I'm forgetting the third in the Troika, but there was a third transgender character that came out, and suddenly everybody was transgender. It was was like, I looked around and went, whoa, wait a minute, when when did this happen? I just remember my friend crying about her daughter, who was mad at God because he had made her a boy originally. I was just thinking,
1: that's so powerful, that whole process of finding out that not only are you not completely unique, but but you're not even a little bit unique. There's (laughs) a lot of people like you and I still I get mad sometimes at the way things were because <laughs> I love to be mad at things I can do nothing about so I get mad at the way things
0: were. quality.
1: Yeah I, I, I feel very noble about that. Well after watching the Scotty Bowers movie that I talked about last week yeah. and realizing that Hollywood and the world at large was full of gay people What did I want? Oh, I want to talk to you about this amazing play that's on PBS right now called Ann. Have you heard of it? A-N-N? A-N-N. No. We'll devote a segment in a few minutes. But it's a one-woman show about Ann Richards, the Texas governor, played by Houghton Taylor.
0: Yes, she did it a while ago on
1: Broadway. It's brilliant. She's brilliant. But she's now a very visible and out lesbian. And I just think back to when I was little and I had these feelings about guys and I thought there was something so horribly wrong with me and there couldn't yeah. possibly be anyone else in the whole world oh. that had this terrible affliction or what would you call it sickness and yeah it just kills me then after watching the Scotty Bowers movie to see that everybody was gay <laughs> you know <laughs> Joan you could have That's, come I was gonna and- say
0: is everybody gay? I mean, tying it back into the Supreme Court, Mm -hmm. what it means to me is that being gay is now mainstream because it's now sanctioned by... By Neil Gorsuch. (laughs) Neil Gorsuch, of all the people, yeah, really. And, you know, I don't think it's because he's pro-gay or anti-gay. I think Mm -hmm. he looked at the text and said it's because of sex. The man marries a man over a weekend and Mm -hmm. a woman marries a man over the weekend and the man gets fired and the woman doesn't the man was fired because of sex. Not because of yeah. his sex, but because of sexual identity. And
1: I heard someone say too that that part in the law that was supposed to be an anti-discrimination based on race yeah. law. And I heard, if I'm remembering correctly. From
0: 1964.
1: Right. That some person who was against the bill was who was in the Senate or House wanted it not to pass. And so they put sex in there in order to kill it because they thought that'll be too much to add really? that in. And it didn't work. It got passed anyway. Nobody really thought much about it in 1964 they certainly weren't thinking about sexual orientation or gender identity we didn't know it existed back then so it's it's just kind of interesting that this last minute thing that got thrown into that bill turned out to be this pillar of civil rights
0: yes I remember during Pride Month of 2014, the Marriage Equality Act was legislated, or that came from the Supreme Court. And during Pride Month again, I guess yeah. so many of the decisions come out in June. Oh, they come uh, in June. Yeah. But I was just so happy and- It was amazing. It is, it is amazing. The fact surprising. that it was a 6-3 decision.
1: Mm-hmm. That's partly why common sense just dictated that they had to okay this, because as someone else said on TV, the way things were until this week, in many states... States, you could get married legally, but if you told someone at work about it, you could get yes. fired right away. So it and just I sense. And I was wondering,
0: someone was saying, well, it hasn't been as big a media story mm-hmm. as gay marriage or marriage right. equality. And I think that their answer was that most people thought that it wasn't legal to fire someone for their right. sexual orientation or their reassignment of gender. That sounds gender. right. Think about the generations that are the age you were when you were first questioning Right orientation and how they won't have to go through what you went through. Michael
1: Rennie. I feel bad for Michael Rennie. Michael Rennie the actor, he was on a lot of sci-fi movies.
0: Oh yes, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, He's
1: he's even in the lyrics of Rocky Horror Show.
0: Yes, he is.
1: Michael Rennie was ill The Day the Earth Stood Stood Still. Michael Rennie was lovers with Mr. Nichols who lived down the street from us on Bola Street. He would come in his black Mercedes and stay with Mr. Nichols. And next door to them <laughs> it's also absurd next door to them was Diane Scripps whose lover Gigi used to come and spend the night with her and we knew that Gigi I mean we all knew on the block we knew that Gigi and Didi, Di- Di, we called her. Gigi and Didai were lovers and we knew that Michael Rennie and Mr. Nichols were lovers but we we were still anti-gay. We didn't disapprove of them. We just disapproved of gayness and yeah. of strangers yeah. who were gay. Yeah.
0: Like Harvey Milk said in the film, he said, you all have to tell your yes. parents yes. and your families and your friends because mm-hmm. they've got to know that you are like them.
1: I think it took a certain critical mass, a certain amount of that yes, happening yes, yes. that made the needle yes. go to the other side because like my mom, as you know, was a very liberal, very open-minded, very civil rights oriented person. She used to hang out with Gigi and DiDio. But at the same time, my mom expressed a fair amount of ridicule of gay people when it was directed toward others, especially
0: in the abstract. I think the Black Lives Matter movement is more sudden because it's going to create more changes in laws and and it's going to be even more of an upheaval. But there have been times in recent history where things have changed and we found ourselves amazed at the fact that they had changed.
1: Right. What amazes me about where things are now with Black Lives Matter is that we, as we, as white people have changed, where the gravity of it, I think we've become aware that it's affecting all of us and that we've crossed some line where it's just not okay anymore. Um, Again, like I said last week, I think a lot of it has to do with technology and visibility and just having it more in our face.
0: Well, that was, you know, it was true of the marches during the civil rights movement. It wasn't until it was televised and people saw that dogs were attacking children and people were being firehosed. that's right. And they thought it was just a southern problem, but suddenly it became too much to bear and it changed the country. Not enough, but it changed.
1: Did you hear there's a movement to rename the bridge in Birmingham?
0: Edmund Pettus. The Edmund yes. Bridge.
1: They're going to name it after John Lewis, the congressman who, who marched over that bridge and was beaten.
0: Oh, fantastic.
1: But uh, there's an argument going on about it, but th- but there's a petition and there's a movement to rename it after him. Isn't that fabulous? Oh,
0: I wonder who, maybe Edmund Pettus was a racist person. He was. It turns oh, he out he was. was. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah. That's good news.
1: That along with the Confederate statues coming down, it's Oh, that's great. What were we thinking? And, you know, I have to admit that I did not know until recent times when it got reported that the vast majority of those statues weren't put up during the Civil War. No, I know, it's They were put up during Jim Crow to to glorify the dead South, the dead Confederacy. Well, you know, Ted
0: Turner used to say, honest to God, he used to say, the South shall rise again. Oh, yeah, well, people say that
1: jokingly, yeah.
0: I don't know that he was joking about it, honestly. One thing I remember listening to, I'm pretty sure it was a white historian and this is a long time ago maybe 10 years ago he said i believe that slavery is the story of the united states mm-hmm. and i thought about that and i thought hmm, well isn't that interesting hmm, i'll have yeah. to think about that now of course it's so obvious after reading 1619 and, well, and yeah, all around,
1: no our country was founded on it it's just our it history built,
0: books it was built by well, the wealth was built by slaves well enslaved yeah people and slave people i've got to start saying enslaved people enslaved
1: people but the whole economic system was corrupt from the get-go and yeah and all we were told as kids in school was how fabulous our forefathers were for breaking free from England. but they never said the government that they set up to replace the British government was one that was based on subjugation and dehumanization of huge numbers of black people
0: Well black people and Native Americans I mean mm-hmm. if you go back I'm sure that how yeah, the genocide and, yeah yeah so we have a lot to atone for but I feel like we're going to make progress. You know, we talked about Rashad Brooks last week. The officer who shot him has been charged with 11 counts, including murder. And there are a lot of repercussions that are going to come from that. I just feel like maybe we're starting to screw our heads on right. I'm
1: hesitant because I think there can always be backsliding. Yeah. But it seems like we've rounded a corner that we can't go back.
0: Now we are left with the very uncomfortable truth of what we come from and mm-hmm. who we are. And it just doesn't seem possible that we can make ourselves nice and warm and comfortable again. I wanted to move on because I wanted to mention the Trump rally in Tulsa. I don't know if you noticed that there were very many empty seats there.
1: I sure did notice.
0: (laughs) I loved it. It could have been that people were still concerned about getting sick. They said that they had a million people who would reserve tickets, um, ask for tickets. Yeah, but everything they
1: say is is suspect. He's just always blowing hot air. But I saw it and I found a little photo on the New York Times that showed like three or four people with all these empty blue seats around them yes and I, I posted it on political wire and i said i have the new slogan for trump's campaign for this year make america yawn again
0: <laughs> <laughs> you saw something you wanted to talk about what was it oh i, I mentioned earlier on pbs oh Anne, yes
1: the one and she, you know she wrote it it's written and no. formed by holland taylor No, I did not know that. And it's brilliantly written. And I don't know if she comes from Texas or if she's just particularly good at accents, but she has nailed that woman's voice. I mean, nailed it she fully occupies that character in a way that you don't often see in any performance i've rarely seen an actor inhabit this person with such completeness and force she's just really? remarkable in it did yeah. she look like her i mean she, she could look like, looks her. like her and she there's a cute line she has she says i know molly ivan says i have republican hair <laughs> and it gets a big laugh but you know they go through her life they deal with her addiction quickly but they deal with it her and AA and alcoholism and all of that. They deal with her idealism in a way that's not hokey or syrupy, but really inspiring. Yeah. And in terms of her feeling that people should be treated fairly and that government had a this is why it's such a powerful piece, I think, for now. Government has a constructive and important role to play in everyday people's lives. It's not just this abstract thing happening in Washington. Boy, the other thing I've seen on PBS this week fits with that, which is their last one was on COVID in Italy. They just did a one about COVID in the U.S. and the delay that we had in getting measures in place. And that if those stay-at-home measures had been put in place a few weeks earlier, it would have saved a minimum of 83,000 lives in the United States. Yeah. And the reason it fell apart, and this is something that Michael Lewis in his book, The Fifth Fifth Risk, Risk. talks about, is that Trump and his people came in with this QAnon idea of government is bad. Government is corrupt, the deep state, the swamp. So to drain the swamp, they got rid of competent, dedicated career professionals in all of the cabinet departments, including agriculture, including HHS, all these things. There's this arrogance that anything that is governmental is somehow corrupt and bad and because of that erroneous belief, people are dying.
0: Well, you know what Stephanie always says that Republicans tell us that government doesn't work, then they get elected and prove it. Oh,
1: right. Yeah. One of the
0: things one. about the draining the swamp, I mean, here's the interesting thing. I heard someone describing the difference between what progressives think draining the swamp means, which is getting rid of special interests, getting mm-hmm. money out of it, having people who are fair minded in those cabinet positions, mm-hmm. and what Trump's base belief. Draining the swamp means getting rid of those institutions altogether and creating situations where they're basically impotent, like the EPA. The EPA is doing nothing now.
1: That's right. And that's his strategy. Or I don't think he's even smart enough to have a strategy. But the the dangerous people who are riding on his coattails, their whole thing is put people in charge of those departments whose goal has been and still is to destroy those departments. And that's why Betsy DeVos is Secretary of Education. That's right. So that she can destroy the Department of Education.
0: And that's why Rick Perry is the head of the energy. Right. Because he knows nothing about it. So it's got to fail under him. So yeah, uh, it's really something.
1: Yeah, but I'm taking some comfort in knowing that we have four and a half months
0: till the election. And six
1: 163 months.
0: 163 days. Six, six, months months, counting. Six,
1: six, <laughs> six months. I think it's fewer. I think it's 140 something. Is it? But yeah, I think so. In any event, it's countable. It's not so far off that it's way in the unforeseeable yes. future. And so there, there is this nice feeling of like the end is coming. If we can just hold on a little bit longer.
0: The problem is it's going to seem like five years because that's the way time has gone from right. the moment that he got into office. It's just right. seemed like Every day is a month, but I'm feeling cautiously Mm -hmm. optimistic. Me too. I feel like the energy is going in the right direction, that we just have momentum. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think elections are about. I think they're about momentum.
1: That's right. They are acknowledgments of what's already been happening under the surface.
0: Indeed. So on that happy note, I think we're at home. So we should say goodbye to our Boomer friends and thank you for finding And we'll talk to you again next time. Okay. Bye-bye. See you in a week. Bye. I